Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, dear friends. Let us meditate this day on the mercy of God. It is a subject that we can preach on, teach on, that we can study and meditate on the mercy of God. It's something that is so infinite and so great and so awesome and so important for us that I believe our life is too short and our knowledge is too small. Our brain just cannot take it to comprehend the fullness of the mercy of God. But how wonderful that we can enjoy it anyway. Oh, I'm so glad I don't have knowledge of all things, but that doesn't mean I cannot enjoy many things. If I just think of our car, of our automobile, well, I'm not a technician, and I don't know exactly how it works, the engine, but I know one thing, and that's very simple. If I get in it, and I put my key in the ignition and turn it, well, the engine starts, and then if I just put it in gear and with my foot press the gas pedal, I am moving and I'm enjoying that vehicle. I don't understand it fully. I know I have to put gas in it here. I have to turn the key there, and that's about all the things I know about a car, but I'm enjoying it. How wonderful with the mercy of God even though I don't fully understand it, even though I cannot fully comprehend it, I can enjoy it, I can drive it, I can move forward because of it. And of course, it is something up to me, it's something up to you personally to study it, to meditate on it, and to read about it, and to pray for it, and to really dive into it, to have more knowledge and understanding through the revelation of the Holy Spirit So you will enjoy even more of that great and awesome mercy that the Lord has given us. Let's go to a beautiful scripture in Psalms 52, verse 8. It says, But as for me, I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust confidently in the loving kindness of God forever and ever. Oh, I like that scripture. Let this be your verse today. Proclaim it in Jesus' name. Maybe you don't feel like it right now. Maybe your feelings are telling you, well, just think of that pain in your back or the pain in your legs. Just think of that misery in your heart because of that argument with your husband or with your wife this morning. Just think of the problems at work. Well, you don't feel like that green olive tree in the house of the Lord. But yet today, right now, oh, I want you to say with me, I am a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust confidently in the loving kindness of God forever and ever. Oh, hallelujah. There are sometimes these things that we must proclaim in faith and believe it. It's not by saying it a hundred times that you will have it, but it's by the faith that God gives in your heart that you start to proclaim these things over your life and say, well, it doesn't matter what's happening right now, what's visible to me or what is in my limited understanding. I believe in God's loving kindness. And if we go to the older translation, we will read it a little bit differently It says, but I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. 
I like both translations. Of course, how wonderful to read the loving kindness of God, but how important to know that that loving kindness is his mercy to me. This is something important, my friend, that loving kindness is translated in mercy. Mercy is translated in loving kindness. God loves you, and that loving kindness of the Lord is expressed to you in mercy. He gave you mercy. Hallelujah. He gave me mercy. Oh, it's because of the mercies of the Lord that I am free. I am blessed every day again anew. Oh, how wonderful to celebrate it today. It says in Luke chapter 1, verse 78, because of the tender mercy of our God, with which the sunrise, the Messiah from on high, will dawn and visit us. Because of the tender mercy of the Lord, with which the Messiah will visit us. Oh, when he visited us, Jesus Christ, our Messiah, it was mercy in the flesh. Oh, it was the embodiment of mercy. Mercy was there revealed in Christ. In Christ, mercy is revealed to you and to me. And loving kindness is there. Blessings are there. Psalms 25, verse 6. Remember, O Lord, your tender compassion and your loving kindnesses, for they have been from of old. And again, this is a newer translation, but the older translation speaks about mercies mercies, your mercies. They have been from of old. Oh, hallelujah. Before God created this world, everything that's on it and you and me, already mercy was in his heart for you and for me. Blessings, loving kindness was already there. Psalms 100 verse 5, for the Lord is good. His mercy and loving kindness are everlasting. His faithfulness endures to all generations. What a beautiful verse today for you and for me. And here, I love it. They just put both of those words there. His mercy and loving kindness are everlasting. Oh, these are giving wonderful promises, these verses, for you and for me today to enjoy. Enjoy it. You maybe don't understand it fully. I mean, how can we understand, my friend, if I just think of it myself? How can I understand that he, the holy God, the creator of every living thing, the maker of the universe, of this world and everything that's on it, that he would love someone like me? Who am I? Who are you that God would love us? But yet he loves us and he has shown us his mercy. Psalms 103, verse 17. But the loving kindness of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who reverently fear him and his righteousness to the children's children. All this speaks about a continuation. If I just meditate on this word mercy, and what it means to us or can mean to us, and how it blesses us, and what all is to be found in it. I must think of a few different points. And number one, I find here, and you can find it in the different verses that I have been reading up to now, you can see that God's mercy 
is infinite. It's infinite like God himself is infinite. We serve a big God. I don't serve a small God. My God is not small. And he doesn't only do small things. Yes, we can see how wonderful, wonderful, great he is in the small little things that he does for us. But he is an awesome God, a overflowing God, a God of abundance. Everything is big with our Lord, yes. And as he is big, so his mercy is big. And so if you are a big sinner, oh, his love and his loving kindness and his mercy and his forgiveness is even greater than the greatest sinner. It doesn't matter what you may have done, or maybe you have thought up the greatest sin ever to be thought up, but his mercy is even greater than that sin that you have done or that you have performed. Now, I'm not telling you go and sin because the mercy is there anyway. We have the teaching of Paul saying, don't do that. That's not God's plan. That's not God's purpose. Oh, God doesn't want us to put his mercy to the test and just going out and sinning. And if you love him, you don't want to sin. If you truly love him, you don't want to commit those things that bring separation between you and your Lord, even though that you know there is mercy there, even though that you know he will forgive you, even though that you know his blood will cleanse you. Oh, you will be ashamed. You don't want to sin. You don't want to commit that old life stuff again. You have put that in the past. Praise the Lord. Because of the Lord, you have put it in your past. It is done with. It is thrown in the sea of forgetfulness, and you don't want to be someone who goes out. You know, you're all washed and cleansed, and now you go out and run and jump into the pig pen again. That's not someone who you want to be. God has cleansed you by his mercy, and now by his mercy and grace, you want to stay clean. Hallelujah. But even though you would be the greatest sinner, oh, his mercy is even greater. His mercy is infinite, and his blessings are infinite. And his blessings he wants to bestow on us because of his mercy that he has given us. All his privileges are infinite. And he wants to bestow all these privileges on us because of his mercy, which is infinite. Oh, he wants to give us great enjoyments. Oh, and they are infinite. And he wants to share them with you because his blessing is infinite, because his mercy is infinite, because his loving kindness to you is infinite. So we can expect good things of the Lord. Come on, say it with me. I don't care where you are in the car somewhere, shout it out and say, Lord, your mercies are great to me. Your blessings are great to me. I expect wonderful things from you in the days to come because you are good to me. Hallelujah. Well, his mercy is so undeserved. Yeah, that's the whole thing about mercy. If you would deserve it, it would not be called mercy. It would be called your salary, your wages. If you would have earned it, it would be a salary, a wage that you deserve. If you have done work for someone and they say, let me give my mercy to you and bless you with this amount of money, you would say, mercy, bless me. I've worked for it. I've sweat for it. I deserve that. It's not you who are giving that out of a heart of mercy. You're not just giving it out of a heart of love. I deserve that. I worked for it. I paid for it. I deserve it. But that is not mercy. 
The whole secret about mercy, and it's not such a secret for us, if you know the gospel and if the Holy Spirit opened your eyes, you know you don't deserve the love of God. You don't deserve his blessings. You don't deserve his forgiveness. No, we slammed the door shut. We turned our back. We are full of iniquity and sin. But yet, even though we were sinners, God in his great love and mercy saw us and he saw our need and he gave his son to take our place upon the cross and to die for us while we were yet sinners, we read in Romans. And he gave himself to us, hallelujah, for that mercy. We did not deserve it, but mercy is undeserved. And mercy, number three, is so effective. Oh, it is most effective, hallelujah. It doesn't matter what you have or what you need. His mercy is there and is able to give you exactly what you need. If you have a sagging spirit, all the mercy of God is there to uplift you with blessings. If you have bleeding wounds, the mercy of God is there with ointment to bless you and to heal those wounds. If you have broken bones, the mercy of God is like a heavenly cast and setting straight and healing that which is broken. If you have weary feet, oh, his mercy is like a royal chariot to take you where you need to go, to lift you up, hallelujah. And if you have a trembling heart, his mercy is here right now, my friend, in his sweet embrace of love. He wants to embrace you with his loving arms. His loving arms are everlasting. He wants to kiss you. Oh, I know this sounds so strange when I say it, but he wants to kiss you on your forehead and you will feel his love and his embrace around you and it will flow through you and it will heal that trembling heart, that broken heart, all those weary feet. He will just ignite you, refresh you and bless you. Hallelujah. Well, his mercy, as we have heard already, it is so diverse His mercy is not just one thing. Oh, when he came in his mercy to forgive us, did we realize or know how many blessings were in that forgiveness, were in that redemption, were in Christ for us? Every promise, the Bible says, is yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I can start to speak in new tongues right now. My dear friend, there are so many promises and they are so diverse. It's for your mind, your spirit, for your body, for your soul, for your marriage, for your family, for your finances, for every aspect of your life. There is a promise there of abundance. There's a promise there of blessing, of restoration of his goodness to come to you and just say yes and amen in Christ Jesus. I receive them all. Oh, say it with me. Say yes, Lord. Amen. I receive every promise and blessing in Christ Jesus. It's because of your loving kindness, your goodness, your mercy to me, and not because I deserve it. His mercy is abundant. Oh, we already talked about that. It is fresh it is full, and it is free, and it is here today. We read so many scriptures saying that his mercy is forever. 
is everlasting, is from generation to generation, child upon child upon child. Oh, it will go on and on and on. Oh, hallelujah. It is abundant. Oh, maybe you think you already drank all the mercy that God had for you, but you didn't empty him at all. No, there is a sea for you of mercy, and you can drink to your heart's content, and you can enjoy that mercy and every blessing of abundance that is in that mercy, and you will never deplenish the Lord. Oh, there will always be more than enough for you, more than enough for me, more than enough for every person on this globe, on this world, and for the next generation, and the next generation. His mercy is abundant. Hallelujah. And it's there for you. And finally, his mercy is unfailing. He said in Hebrews 13, 5, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Oh, he will be with us always. And when he is with us, his mercy is with us. When he is with us, his blessing is with us. And when he is with us, how can we fail? If God be for us, who can be against us? No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No tongue coming against you shall prosper. No. Oh, hallelujah. We have the victory in Christ Jesus. We have the victory because the Lord is with us. How can he be with us? It's because of his mercy, because of his goodness. And when his mercy is with us, all his blessings are with us. All his victory is with us. His strength is with us. His goodness is with us. And I would just like to say hallelujah and amen. Just like Mary. Mary said, I have found mercy in the eyes of the Lord and everybody will call me blessed. Oh, in the same way I can say, I have found mercy in the eyes of the Lord and everybody will call me blessed. Lord, I want to pray for my listener right now. And maybe they needed this message because some things in their life are not going in a way that you would think them to be blessed, that you would think them to be the one, the recipients of your blessings and of your mercy. Maybe they are suffering. Maybe they are sick. Maybe they are hurting. Maybe they are in poverty, in pain. Maybe they have marital problems or problems with their children or with their family, and they would say, Lord, where are you today? But today, because of this message, I pray that you have spoken to their heart and let the Holy Spirit make it alive, that they will rise up out of their misery and say, yes, I am a child of God. Yes, I am the blessed of the Lord. Yes, his loving kindness is with me. Yes, God is with me with his mercy and his goodness, and I receive it right now, and I will walk in it in Jesus' name. I will be the recipient of blessings. His goodness will come to me. It will be upon me and my house. It will be upon my seed, upon my family, upon my job, upon my finances. I receive it, and I proclaim it right now that I am the blessed of the Lord. And Lord, I know that you have more than enough to share with me. You can share it with me and give me more than I'm able to contain. And still there will be more than enough for everybody else. Lord, I receive it and I will proclaim, I am your blessed child, your blessed son, your blessed daughter. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 